Welcome once again to our podcast, Redeemed. Uh, the goal and the idea of our podcast is we want to start talking about what it means to live a redeemed Christian life and how that plays out in our own personal life and how that should make a difference. So I really hope that as uh, we're having some conversations about this, that uh, you'll be able to take something from it, implement it into your lives, and that God can use it for you. So hang with us, and we'll go ahead and get started. I liked where I was going with this. Well, try again and word it better. That was good. I like that. (laughs) That was funny. Take two. Try again. Thank you for joining us for another episode of our podcast, Redeem. We've been looking through Judges. We just got finished looking at Deborah. And now we're moving on to Gideon. Gideon. You know... <laughs> I see myself in Gideon. I do too. <laughs> I do too because sometimes I feel like when the Lord comes to me and asks me to do stuff, uh-huh. I want to respond just like Gideon. You know what I'm saying? I'm afraid sometimes I do. Mm-hmm. Are you sure, Lord? Are you sure you want to use me? Yeah, you sure Let's you're check that. Are you sure you're not talking to the guy behind me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, poor Gideon, he didn't start out with a lot of courage. Matter of fact, you might even consider him kind of, kind of a coward when he first started out. You to begin, yeah. Granted, I mean, he, God comes to him and says, hey, I want you to, you know, get an army together and go go, um, uh, go fight the Midnights. Yep. And he's like, who, me? <laughs> you know? And then he puts God, or the, well, I guess it was an angel at that time who was talking to Gideon. Yes. And so uh, he had several tests that he gave the angel <laughs> Just to make sure that it was really the Lord. You know what I'm saying? To me, after the first test, I've been like, okay, good. It is the Lord. We can move on. But no, it wasn't good enough for Gideon. He needed, he needed what, two Maybe more? Maybe he was hoping. Because he did the fleece yeah. two different ways? Yeah, yeah, two different ways. Yep. So, you know, wet, dry, dry, wet, basically. Yep. Maybe yep. he was hoping. Maybe one of these times uh, it won't yeah, work. Maybe God will forget. And I don't have to do it. And then when the angel told him to go tear down the statue, he doesn't just go tear down the statue. He does it at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, you know, we're we're, we're working on his courage. He's going to get there. He's going to get there. Okay. Yeah, by the end of Gideon's yep times, yes, yep, yep. He he makes a full transition. He seems like quite the warrior. Mm-hmm. But to that point, he's 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 struggling. Yes. Yeah. We're still early, so yes. Yeah. So they send him. So he's supposed to go tear down the the statue. He's afraid. It says he was afraid. Of what the people would do. So he went and did it at night. Which is weird. But because they still knew it was They still him. found out who it was and they yeah. came to get him. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Well, actually, he was afraid of his, his family as well. That's not mm-hmm. something we should overlook, too. Mm-hmm. He was going against his family by doing all this. But then his father came out and... Mm-hmm. Protected him. Yeah. Yep. yep. I don't know, Gideon. Yeah. Like, what now, are you, and what are you really it. afraid of here? Yeah, basically, he said, let the ball take care of himself. Yeah. If Ball's upset about his statue being torn down, then let Ball fix it. Yep, and he'll take care of it. So that kind of appeased the people, and they kind of walked away. Because, they, I mean, at some point, these people kind of had to know that Ball was not going to do that. And maybe they did. I don't know. You know? You think that they did, because this isn't the first time they've gone through this cycle. Yeah, you would think. I mean, this is, what, the 
This is chapter six. This is chapter six, so it's happened There's at least. There's been a few. Mm-hmm. Been a few. Yeah. So you would. It's think been. It said in the beginning that the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord, and for seven years he gave them into the hands of the Midianites. And it sounded like it was pretty oppressive too. I mean, right. First of all, we find Gideon, and what is he doing? He's smashing grapes in a. Oh yeah. Or is it the other way around? He's uh, He was threshing wheat in a wine press. There you go. It was the other way around. Yeah. So he was threshing wheat in a wine press, mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to hide it from the Midianites. You know yep. what I'm saying? I mean, it was pretty bad times. So, and the Israelites were once again crying out, saying, Lord, help us. You know what I'm saying? So God does. He brings up somebody, Gideon. After a few tests and a few talks with him, Gideon decides, it's okay, the Lord's really telling me to do this, and he begins the process. So he puts together an army. And this is the part that Michael likes. Because apparently the army's too big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he puts together an army and it said it was, well, that's too many. Yep. Because he didn't want the army to be, it was interesting reading it and seeing what God was thinking because he didn't want the army to be too big because then he, the Israelites would think that they did it. They did it. All on their own. Yep. He needed the right number. Now, that doesn't sound like us. No, 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 no. This doesn't. This doesn't relate to us at all. Yeah, this is. This is. I did that myself, Lord. Yeah. I didn't injure. Yeah. yeah, didn't you know that that Bible stories don't relate nowadays? That's, exactly. That's all. Exactly. Good, right. Sorry, guys, some folks. Um. So. So then they. Oh, that's right. So he says the water. Yeah. So I'm trying to find the number he started with. Oh. Um. So, first of all, he says, army. yeah, he announced in our army, anyone who trembles with fear may turn back and leave Mount Gilead. So, 22,000 men left. left. Well, 10,000 10, remain. So, he started with 32,000 32, men. That's a ginormous army, and I can see what God is thinking. Mm-hmm. 32,000 men, they're going to think they did this all on their own. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, apparently, he had 22,000 cowards, and they all <laughs> turned back and headed on home. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, thank God. That worked out. <laughs> I can get out of here. We can go home. Yeah. So, then he starts with 10,000. God says, mm, Gideon, too many. Too many. And then he tells them, I thought this was an interesting way to thin them out. He says, there are still too many men. Take them down to the water and I will thin them out for you there. If I say this one shall go with you, he shall go. But if I say this one shall not go with you, he shall not go. So then Gideon took him down to the water. And the Lord told him, separate those who lap the water with their tongues as a dog laps from those who kneel down to drink. So 300 of them drank from cupped hands, lapping like dogs. All the rest got down on their hands and knees to drink, or on their knees to drink. And so with the 300 men that took the water in their hands. Okay, so did you hear that? Those are the... Th- Three hundred. So he went in with thirty-two thousand. Uh-huh. Do you think the other fighting men were like, "Wait a minute"? They looked around. Can I go too? It's like we just had a huge army of people, and now all of a sudden, mm-hmm. there's only three hundred of us. What's going on? Gideon's lost his mind. He's lost his mind. <laughs> yeah, and then we almost have kind of this story of Joshua and the Battle of Jericho. Okay. Right. In the way that they're going to start this battle off in a very interesting, interesting fashion. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
So in the Battle of Jericho, what did, how did they knock the walls down? They didn't knock the walls down. So how did God knock the walls down? Well, he had the Israelites walk around the city. Did some steps. Okay. Got makes steps no, makes absolutely no sense. Now, this plan makes a little more sense, but you still got to put the God element into it. Because if you didn't have the God element in this plan, there's no way it would have worked either. Mm-hmm. Okay, So he takes those 300 men. And what does he give them? A torch and a jar. I was going to say... Okay, but you but you can't jump too far ahead because you also got to have it in there where Gideon's still feeling hesitant. Yeah, Gideon's still not ready to roll yet. Right. So he sends him down into the the Midianite camp, just outside of the camp. Yeah, just outside of the camp, and he hears the Midianites talking about these dreams that they had. <coughs> and yep. basically, it's the Lord telling the Midianites they're not going to make it. Y'all about to lose. Yeah, they about to lose. Okay. And so what happens? Gideon is then filled with the presence of the Lord and is ready to go. And so he sets his 300 men up around the around the camp. And on the command, what do they do? They drop their they drop their jars, hold their torches, make a lot of noise. Yep. It says dividing dividing the 300 men into three companies, he placed trumpets and empty jars in the hands of all of them with mm-hmm. torches inside. Yep. And then he just says <laughs> Uh, it says, watch me, he told him. Follow my lead. When I get to the edge of the camp, do exactly what I do. And when I and all who are with me blow our trumpets, then from all around the camp, blow yours and shout for the Lord and for Gideon. So what a way for the Midianites to wake up. Yeah. <laughs> you hear 300 trumpets and jars smashing. And here they come, after just having a bunch of dreams, telling yep. you you're about to get your butt whooped. Yep. <laughs> Rough they, night. Rough night to be a Midianite. And they start fighting themselves. God yeah. throws them into so much confusion yep. that uh, that they start fighting themselves. Oh. And then after that, the Israelites pursue them and basically wipe them out. There's a couple more chapters there about Gideon, how they actually come upon the, the two kings and how they actually... <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, there's there's a lot more to the story. Yeah, Gideon, for the, Gideon but, ended up living a pretty interesting uh, he did interesting life. Yeah, and then he ended up leading Israel. So I mean, yes. I mean, I mean, he went from the the what I would call a scared coward to a man who was really in charge and could, and took care of business. Yeah. Um, but I think that one of the main things that we have to understand about this story, first of all, is one we keep talking about all the time. If God tells you to do something, do it. You know what I'm saying? Seems to be a reoccurring yeah, theme. Reoccurring theme. But on top of that, what is one of the things that God was trying to create from this whole situation? The reason he sent all the men home was is that he wanted to have the glory. Uh-huh. He did not want the Israelites to think they had done it on their own. All right? He wanted no confusion there. Right. He wanted them to understand who was in charge. Yeah. I think sometimes we forget who's in charge. And that really what we're doing is not for our glory, but for his glory. Does that make sense? As redeemed Christians, we should be living our lives in such a way that brings glory to him. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Because that is one of the reasons we were created, was to bring glory to him. Yes. And so if we're not living the Christian life as we should, we're not bringing the glory to God that we that we need to. Mm-hmm. And, I could, and I think you could take that a step further. If you're bringing the glory to God like you should, you're living your life and doing it the way you should, the way he wants you to, I believe people are going to notice a difference. You know what I'm saying? It's amazing the difference that happened in Gideon. 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? When he kind of began to understand that. Now, I'm not going to say Gideon's perfect. He made a couple mistakes at the end. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, he's he will have to pay for those mistakes and did pay for those mistakes. Yes, he did. But God wants the glory. And we need to understand when we do stuff, we're not doing stuff for us. We're doing it for him and for his glory. And ultimately, the goal is just that we can bring as many people back to him. Right. Which is what he was trying to do here. He was trying to bring the Israelites back to him. And make them understand that it was him that was bringing the people back, mm-hmm. not Gideon. It was God. Hoping you know that one of these times the Israelites would just stick it out. Yep. But, of course, they don't, and we start yeah, the whole cycle over again. Mm-hmm. But just make sure that you understand it's all about God's glory. Yes. It's none of our own. If we are Christians and we're doing it for our own glory, then we are doing something we're very, very already wrong. wrong. Very, very wrong. Everything we do from the moment we get up should be to bring glory to God. Okay. Amen. And uh, if not, God will find a way to make his glory shine through. Yes. If it's not you, he'll do somebody else. You know what I'm saying? He'll humble you in the process. Absolutely. Because you see that many times over with many of the different people in the Bible. Yes. So just the minute you think you're all that, (laughs) God's like, yeah, no, don't think so. No, No more. Yep. Absolutely. So Gideon, you know, an amazing story, very interesting character. Uh, You have one who, like I said, goes from a coward to being the leader of Israel. You know what I'm saying? Right. God can do a lot of things as long as you give him the glory. Uh Thanks for joining us. And remember, you can connect with us in person every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 9.45 a.m. And online with Instagram and Facebook. And the daily Bible readings are on the website, eastcastlebaptistchurch.com. Once again, thanks for joining us. And we will see you next time.